You're listening to a Broadmoor Podcast production. On Sunday, we began chapter 7 of Romans as Pastor Josh walked us through verses 1 through 6. In today's episode, we're continuing to talk about what it means that we have died to the law. How is it that we live in this new way of the Spirit? Does that way of living ever come into conflict with the law? We're discussing all of this and much more today on After the Message. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We've been off for a few weeks and, uh, well, a couple weeks, a couple weeks. Hey Mike, it feels like forever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does. Every week went by, and I thought, man, I missed my time. Uh, I'm sure you did. It was different today, too, for <laughs> no, some I'm reason. Sure yes. It's almost like yeah. something's out of place. It does it feel like yes, something's out of is. whack today. What, what's yeah. that? I don't know. Uh, I am not going to comment on that. <laughs> because <Mike. laughs> Oh, man. Mike is You're so You're sitting over here by me, morning. Mike. Okay. That's all unusual. Right, look, look. This is this is like the second time that I've walked in. We're taking turns doing this. In like the last <laughs> month and a half that, that I've walked into the podcast studio ready to record and i've walked in like two minutes late should have gotten here so, and, and everyone's played musical chairs and my normal seat is mm. like i'm displaced Take yes. and you wouldn't believe how cranky he got when he <laughs> well it's because he you know i'm trying to manage spot. like a, a laptop and, yeah. and all this stuff and it like you know and i don't know I just, you're left-handed and now you're yeah, sitting right-handed left right. that's right yeah. i'll and offer so, to change we did offer it was a genuine offer too yep. uh it didn't he feel offered. like a genuine <laughs> offer yeah no it didn't feel genuine so, um, <laughs> read me well. Yeah. But this I is going to be fun. If you really wanted to, you would have never sat there in the first place. So that's probably so true. So if Mike's a little that's bit true. off that's today, true. we know why. So, so uh, anyway, no, but, but we are back <laughs> after a little break for the holidays. And, uh, so in, in, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get over myself now. And, uh, so, uh, I'm so thankful though. I, I've run into people. You don't sound thankful. <laughs> You ran into people? <laughs> I have run into people. I ran into people uh, like just over the past couple of weeks that have just talked about how much they've missed the podcast. Oh, and that's yeah. awesome. I'm so, so thankful that Part people are listening. And and uh, like one uh, one person told me yesterday, he said, I'm a weekly listener and I'm ready for it to be back. Mm. Awesome. Yes. So, well, here we are. All right. So here we are. So, so we're back, baby. We're back, baby. Right <laughs> here. We're back. Yep. Um, anyway, so it was a good break. I hope, how was uh, holidays for you guys? And he, uh, it was great. Not long enough. Good. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. we always say that, but man, it just, right. it was good to be home mm-hmm. with family and mm-hmm. just enjoy yeah. some time. It was fun um, doing church on a Sunday, uh, Christmas on a Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unusual. Uh, it doesn't happen unusual. often. Very unusual. <laughs> happen uh, and for a while. Christmas uh, and then New Year's Day also. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, it was a beautiful thing for me. Uh, yeah. Just personally, really enjoyed starting uh, Christmas off and then our New Year off that way. So it was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. Uh, had lots of comments when you brought the kids onto the stage yeah. to yes. sing. Yep. It was just a really cool that was moment. a win. Yeah. It was, was a, a win. Impromptu, huh? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I kind of had the thought to do it. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that big a deal. Um, but I have it was I a big deal. been, it, it, I've heard from people nonstop just how much they it loved fun, it. Right? And I was yeah. like, well, okay. I'm right. It, it was so one of my favorite moments. We can do it, yeah. it sometimes. And, and I think, I think it was this, it, 
it felt like Christmas morning yeah. and we were mm-hmm. celebrating as a family. Now, right. Like it was just, it yeah. like, hey, yeah. bring the kids up here. Let's That's just right. let's just sit down, have a great well, time. And, I, I had no idea it was going to be. It was, like, it was the, awesome. You know the the attention or traction that it did, but um, I'm grateful that it was enjoyable yeah, for everybody. Yeah. So the question is, will we all remember this? What 11 years 11 from now years, or whatever it is, when it happens again? <laughs> yeah. Note to self in 11 like, years. Hey, what we do last time? Right. What worked? What didn't work? That's funny. Where's Neil? Oh yeah. So he'll put it in his daytime. Set a reminder. 11 years. Um, well, so we're back into Romans. We are, and, baby. Uh, yeah, started Romans chapter 7 this week, and uh, first six verses. And so, um, yeah, so, you know, th- I mean, th- there was a little bit of, I think you spent some time in, in your message, Josh, yesterday, really talking about uh, some confusion that this creates among some people, because half the passage here talks about like marriage, which right. is really used as an illustration. So this isn't really a, a passage about marriage. It's mm-hmm. correct. It's about the law. And, it's exactly right. Yeah. So, all right. So there's two, two things at play here, right? So Paul is speaking to Jews and Gentiles, helping them understand um, that, that whether they desired it or not, whether they believe it or not, whether they want it or not, they're, they're going to be under the law. And he uses this law of marriage and what that looks like and, and talks about the the man and the wife and how um, the only way to get out of a marriage covenant for the woman would be for the husband to die. Uh, and that would be something that would be true for both the Jewish people and for anybody, uh, particularly the Roman culture uh, that would be of, of that day. So he's specifically speaking to a marriage law when he's giving the analogy, but speaking to the law as a whole. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are a lot of times that we will proof text something, meaning we'll, we'll go to, you know, what's the Bible say about marriage? And then we go to this passage and say, well, this is what the Bible says about marriage. Right. It is speaking about marriage, but this isn't about marriage. Mm. This is about the law. Uh, and he's actually using a, a, a tough point of a marriage, a marriage law to prove the point that we're in a really bad spot with the law mm-hmm. because this law is showing us our desperate need for something else, but we can't get something else unless somebody dies, mm-hmm. which then sets up the whole our dying with Christ and being raised to new life, which if you go back to chapter six was the whole baptism picture that he gave in that analogy mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so I guess the takeaway for all of us is when we're reading scripture and there is an example in there to help us to understand a point, not good. to get lost in the example, which that's I think right. happens. I mean, we even, I mean, as a preacher, I know sometimes yes. you use an example to kind of drive a point home. That's exactly right. And people may get home and be like, I remember the example. But <laughs> I remember the point. The point. Right? That's exactly right. So good word for all of us. And that's yeah. true. And again, going back to Bible reading, it's not wrong to look up what does the Bible say about this topic, mm-hmm. like looking up in your concordance or whatever it would be. But make sure that you read the whole thing for context. Right. Um, never never just one verse. Uh, you can read one verse, that's fine, but know what came before it mm-hmm. and what comes after it. It's going to help you form a better opinion of what that verse is actually talking about. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Well, and, and apparently, I mean, there, a lot of people have have really read that as a as a statement on marriage, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so because mm-hmm. it, it came up in our life group, I mean, you know, people talking, yeah, I kind of always just saw it as a, you know, a marriage thing, which... Uh, yeah, I, I guess when you think about it, it's really interesting because it's kind of just a random like passage about marriage in the middle of a, a whole other subject. <laughs> That's right. You know, right. It's just kind of right. thrown in there. So why would uh, why would we look at it that way? But you know. I guess that's just what we do. It, it is what we do. And to be clear, and I, I said this yesterday in the sermon, and I want to say it again here, 
I believe that you are to be faithful in your marriage, right? right? right so right. so even if you use this analogy, it sounds like marriage is a bad thing or the, the covenant of marriage is a, is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, but in this analogy, this this woman or, or the person who is tied to the husband, the, the wife, can't get out of the marriage until he dies for her to, to be able to go to something else. Or she dies, which then she gets nothing out of. So mm-hmm. so the earthly way, there's nothing good that's going to come. Yeah. So there's got to be a different way because the law is not going to die. And mm-hmm. if she dies, then the law is no longer holding her, but there's nothing she can do. But there is a different way, mm-hmm. and God God provided that through Christ. Um, so I don't want you to hear this and say, well, you know, preacher's saying, well, that, that doesn't apply. That's just an analogy. No, mm-hmm. I, I still think you need to be faithful right. in your sure. marriage. Um, but the point wasn't marriage. Right. This and, isn't a marriage talk. And I'm not sh- – like so even as we look at it the point is not that the law is bad and Christ that's is good correct. that's correct mm-hmm. it's the binding part that's correct like, that's so, the whole purpose so the behind. the whole the whole analogy or the illustration is to show us that we're 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 bound. either bound mm-hmm. to the law or mm-hmm. we're bound to Christ mm-hmm. that's right. yeah. and the only way that that can happen is through through mm-hmm. death that's and right. so it's, it's the really the central core is the binding mm-hmm. right and like, you can't so get to Christ without right. dying to self first that's right mm-hmm. yeah. so, Okay, so I want to raise another question here because uh, th- this came up uh, yesterday as well, and and I think not not in the message, but but I think I wonder if if other people aren't thinking this um, because we, a lot of what we've talked about through the Book of Romans thus far, I mean, it, it's we're talking about the law, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so the question was raised. I heard somebody raise the question yesterday, like like what law are we freed from? Like what mm-hmm. what law are we talking about here? Because like, you know, you could go back to, um, you know, I mean, there's something like hundreds of laws where, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Thousands. the 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 Jewish people could, the things that they could do re- regarding food restrictions mm-hmm. and other things. And they're just, just daily life, all these things. Right. Um, so, you know, is the question was like, okay, so when we talk about we're freed from the law, like, like, are those the laws that we're freed from? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'd, I feel like we've covered the, the answer to this question in here before. Mm-hmm. In other ways, but but let's talk about that briefly. Well, and and, and and we've asked the question too in here and in in life group time. But not only are we freed from it, but I think your words were now we're free to obey the law, mm-hmm. right? Joyfully, so, yeah. joyfully, yeah. right? Yeah. Which which is the beauty of being a follower of Jesus is now that we follow Him out of joy and freedom. Um, but if if we if we are to follow the law mm-hmm. out of joy and freedom, does that mean we have to go back to? I think we use the word tentacles. So you got. Mm-hmm. You got the law, and then you got all these different Jewish laws that came mm-hmm. out of that. Do we have to go back and inspect each one of those and say, "Oh, good, now I can, you know, follow this law out of joy and freedom"? Sure, you but know that but, means we have to track down every law to do to figure that out. And I don't think that's what we're saying. Yeah, right? and I think it's going to come. You know, as you read through Scripture, obviously we're in Romans now, but when you get back into some of the passages that have all of those laws, then I think it does leave you going, "Okay, right. is." Is this the law that I'm supposed to now be free to want to do? That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. Because yeah. I don't know that I really right. want to do that. Well, right. and going back to you know to the earlier parts of Romans, you know, where we're talking about the whole tension between the Jewish and the, the Jews and the Gentiles, you mm-hmm. know, and, and the Jews saying, "Hey, you should do this," and the Gentiles, "No, I'm you know, right. um, freed from that." So, right. um, you know, so I, I think I don't know. It's a yeah. There's a lot of tentacles yeah. to this question. Yeah, and I th- I think another. Uh, maybe misconception we have is that when we talk about the law, I think as people who are not Jewish, we, we automatically, go, is he talking about the 10 commandments? Mm-hmm. Right. 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 But 
but really what you have is mosaic law. Mm-hmm. And so the law as a whole. When you and, say and mosaic, what do you so, mean? Is that so, like when something's broken apart right. and you piece it oh, together? Oh, yeah, yeah, put it together. So, <laughs> ah. so the, laws, the laws given through Moses uh-huh. to his people. Now, when you look at that, that's not just Ten Commandments. That's right. Like, like we, we tend to do that. We tend to go, oh, mm-hmm. well, Moses was given the Ten Commandments. Well, he was also given all of Leviticus. Right, and, right, he was, right. and, and the whole intent is so that God's people would be able to live with him. Mm-hmm. Like, so to maintain purity right. for, for the betterment, uh, we've brought this up for the betterment of mankind and others. Of others. Uh-huh. So, so all yeah. of that, I mean, there were, there were laws related just to general to health. Yeah. And, That's right. right. Yeah. And so, yeah. so God, God gives them these laws so they might, uh, live with one another, mm-hmm. but ultimately with him. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about mosaic law, I think we have a tendency to separate out the Ten Commandments and go, oh, there's other laws that don't really matter. No, they, no, they were the written code of right. the Jewish mm-hmm. people. Like they were, they were taking that very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think we need to separate those two, but understand more so. I think what we'll get to is the intent of them. That's exactly and, right. 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 And I think the intent is the is the main part. We had some discussion in our life group about the. We tend to think of the action when we say the law, like what was the action you had to do or not do. Mm. But the action really went back to the heart of something. There was That's some right. purpose, some reason for it that served the people and and kept them close to God. And mm-hmm. so if you skip that part of it, then it is a bunch of actions that may or may not make as much sense right. to us today as it would have to them in that moment. Which was one of the, I mean, Jesus points out that his own people had gotten away from the mm-hmm. intent, intent of the law. From the heart. They had yeah. they had gotten down to the letter the, of the law and forgotten the real the purpose of the, of the law. law. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so that, that brings up the question, so what is the intent of the law? So whenever we talk about we are freed from and now we are freed to the law, right? Mm-hmm. So so you're free from the, the yoke of oppression that the law brings, the, the continual pointing out you can't do it, you're not good enough, you're not gonna, you're not gonna ever uh, be able to achieve this this standard that that must be met. So Christ comes and meets that standard. He invites you into a relationship with Himself, and then you're free to come back to it. So then the question is asked: What is the law? Well, Jesus was asked the same question. Now he he was asked by the Pharisees, and they were trying to trick him, right? So they they want to they want to kill him at this point, and they they're trying to get him to speak some sort of heresy against the law because the law is vast to mm-hmm. to the point we've already raised. It's more than the ten. And they 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 ask him, "What is the most important law?" As if you're going to single one out above the others. And he and he does, sort of, but he singles the heart out of mm-hmm. two sides of one law. And, and this is what he says behind it. He said, to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbors yourself. And he said, those two laws are equal. They're not, they're not number one and number two. They're number one and number one. And he says, those two laws, all the rest of the laws of the prophets hang on those two, mm-hmm. right? So, so what he's saying is that if you love God and you love people, everything else that was given in the law sits there. Mm-hmm. So, so the heart of all of those things is a love for God mm-hmm. and a love for people. It's the whole reason God gave them to the people. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be the whole reason that the people would do or adhere to that law as well. So now when we are set free in Christ, away from the code, but now back to loving God and loving people, we can use the law be, be adherents of the law to help guide our life to indeed love God and love people. Mm. Yes. You feel good about that? Yeah. Yes. All right. I think. You don't have to. 
<laughs> so like I stopped it. Y'all just kind of looked at well, it. I was like, well, all right. I mean, well. there's not much more to say after no, that. I, I mean, that that's, a, that's good. That was clear. Um, no, because I think when you take that and then you go back and you look at the laws, the all the ones that, that were like the Levitical uh-huh. laws and those, right. then they make more sense. That, yeah. Okay, these were there to help them love God or help them love, love one another. That's right. right. I, I'll just be honest. Um, well, please do. Are. Please do, Mark. <laughs> are you not honest? <laughs> <laughs> Up until this, this point, this is he's the not episode where Mark <laughs> is going to be honest. I'm going to stop being the liar. Uh, I don't <laughs> vulnerable. I, I'll use the word vulnerable. Like coming out of the legalistic tendencies, I have a real aversion to anything that sounds like law. Mm-hmm. And so anytime that I see a law, I'm like, mm, like I, I want to push against it mm-hmm. because I know how I respond to what I see as the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is helping me over the last few weeks have an appreciation that the law in itself is not bad. Um, laws, guidance, mm-hmm. codes, whatever you want to call it, those aren't bad things. It's um it's when when I when we use those as our um, standard to find approval before the Lord, mm-hmm. um, our performance, so to speak, right? Sure. So when we perform well to the law, then and so it's not so much the law or laws are bad; mm-hmm. it's our approach, yeah, and our perspective of the role of the law. Mm-hmm. Are we are we trying to obey those to earn favor? Mm-hmm. Which leads to either pride or shame, mm-hmm. or we abandon those because we love the Lord, and by following mm-hmm. those, we're pleasing Him and loving others. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, to your point, because right. the intent of those was to love Him and love others. That's right. And here's your guidepost to help you do yeah. that. That's exactly. Whereas, like uh, the Pharisees made it uh, a checklist. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And the right. more checks you could say, "I did this" or "I yeah. didn't do this," then mm. the better you were, the more righteous you were, or whatever. Right. Yeah, they found their pride. They they found their identity. That's right. Mm-hmm. And right. even so much so, yeah. they made their own law mm-hmm. um, to find right. their identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would say that. Fo- we, we've used this word a lot. Focus is when God's people begin to focus or or shift their focus to themselves mm-hmm. about how they could keep the law. There you go. That's mm-hmm. right. Right. So if it's if it's all about me keeping the law mm-hmm. instead of the law, really was to point his people to himself, yeah. mm-hmm. like to say, look at this God that is mm-hmm. sitting among you. He is holy and he is good and he is righteous and you are not. Yeah. But what happened is they lost that focus of we need these laws because we have a holy God. Mm-hmm. Instead, they shifted and said, oh, well, I need to do this so this holy God might accept me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so so their focus became themselves on how mm-hmm. they might keep the law instead of mm-hmm. saying, oh, oh my goodness, I'm I'm getting to dwell in the presence of yes. a holy and righteous God. Well, you know, there, there's a one of our life group members came in. She's kind of newer to our class, but she had been teaching in like preschool area, so younger ones, and the lesson was maybe on more on the scrolls and things like that. And And she said, and it was beautiful, and I was like proud of our church for how we're we're doing mm. this because she said, growing up, it seemed like the focus in the church that she was in was often on the law, like keeping it mm-hmm. and don't don't break it, and that in their lesson, part of what they talked about was that these were there to point us to Jesus. Yeah, 
And as I heard that, I thought, wow, that's, I mean, that's kind of in a nutshell what mm-hmm. we're trying to get at, that's right? Good. Is it's not that's about right. don't focus on the law for the law's sake. These things are to point us ultimately to him. Mm-hmm. And so it sounded like they had a good lesson. Well, good. probably better than my life group lessons. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to talk about too, because, you know, we're, we're, you know, in, in verse five, you know, it talks about uh, while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law mm. were at work in our members. And so we're talking about, you know, the law, uh, you know, <laughs> being a good thing versus not and, mm-hmm. and what it's intended to do. But yet, I mean, again, according to this passage, like, like if, if we're, if we're focused solely on the law and keeping the law, like what this is saying is, is like that, that actually can stir us on to, Absolutely. to desire the things that we shouldn't desire. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So, mm-hmm. so how, how's that, how's that sit with you? How does that flesh out for you? I think initially when I read it, getting, getting ready to preach it, you know, you've, I've read through Romans many times, um, but even getting ready to preach it, I was like, oh, that doesn't feel right, right to say <laughs> that the law is... Yeah, give me the law to make me sin? Is that That's that? exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. how it feels. And, and, Set me up. Set me up. It feels mm-hmm. like that. It really does feel like that. And it almost felt like, I can't preach that. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. But, but that is Paul what said it, it says. differently, <laughs> you? I do wish he... There is a list of things I wish Paul said differently. Uh, but that is for another I'm, podcast for a whole nother day. I've mentioned uh, several in here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but this is what he says. But truthfully, after I get past my moment of, oh no, is he speaking poorly against the law? I know in my own life, this is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. That there are times, now again, we're, we're, we're hedging towards what, what we're going to get to next Sunday and, and even where we landed this week. The whole idea is if you approach the law and attempting to fulfill it apart from Christ's power and presence in your life, this is going to be the natural outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. So the law in your life, whether you know it or not, is going to point out your insufficiency. But if you are a religious person, not a, not, a, not a redeemed person, but a religious person, and you have no Holy Spirit power in you, you, you have no Christ presence in your life, and, and you're attempting to fulfill this in your own, when the law says don't do this, you're automatically in your sin nature, in my sin nature, gonna wanna do it. Mm-hmm. When it says don't go here, I wanna go there. When it says don't be a part of that, I wanna be a part of mm-hmm. that. It's just who we are. Use some silly illustrations yesterday. Don't look in the back of the room. There were some people who were who were hanging like they were like I'm not looking <laughs> like it was like a, a Simon Says game and I said Josh said like you didn't say Simon Says so they didn't look back but there's a bunch of people who's like staring back at the wall like what's uh-huh. he talking about uh-huh. there there's something in us that says if you tell me don't do that I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna do that and uh-huh. and truthfully even still today as I walk with the Lord there's still times that I walk according to the flesh like that is a war and we're gonna get more into that in uh-huh. the, the the second part of chapter seven. I can still find myself here. Yeah. That I'm reading just for the sake of reading. I'm I'm getting mm-hmm. through my bi- daily Bible reading plan for the sake of daily Bible reading plan and I'll read some things and it sets my mind in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so strange to say maybe for you to even hear your pastor say that in my daily Bible reading if I'm not careful that my reading will set my mind in an awful place because I'm not reading with the spirit power. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. reading according to I want God to change me and mold me. I'm just reading to to tick it off my list for today. Yeah, it, it can do that if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I see it. I I was thinking about just just the fact that uh, it's almost it's there's a mindset to it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking if I'm if I'm constantly focusing my heart, my mind on the things that I can't do, mm-hmm. like 
then and I'm naturally going to want a desire to do those things. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm I'm always thinking about the things I'm missing out on, versus the seat. You know, the what? The seat. That's right. Oh, that's so. <laughs> you know, I had, you I focus had, on this. I didn't seat. know what he said. So see, I had, <laughs> I was like, I had completely forgotten about no, it, and now no, I'm angry all over you. You focus on this seat and how much that's you right. miss it, and how mad you are that you're not here. That's right. And, and you're going to want it even more. And how much I despise seeing you sit the person in. sitting <laughs> in the seat. That'll oh, preach. But <laughs> preach. Go ahead, Mike. He completely interrupted you. Yeah. But but versus you know when my mind is set on the spirit and the spirit's work mm -hmm. in my life and and in in how I get to live uh, in the way that he he empowers me and wants me to live. Mm. Um, I'm thinking about the things that that he wants to do in me versus the things that I. That's right. I miss. I'm yeah. supposedly missing. You no, know. That's, that's exactly that's right. True. You know, I was thinking about that with. Um, like even even exercise and things like that. I'm I'm not a runner, uh, and it's painful to me to run. And so, Same. but I've got some family history, health issues, and things like that. So I can either run out of trying to avoid some of those health issues, which is like drudgery. But then there was a time I was I was trying to kind of get in shape to do something with one of my kids, and the focus was totally different. It wasn't about, I, I need to avoid, mm. you know, heart issues or whatever. It was about, I want to go experience this with my son. And it was such a, both are motivators, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a motivator to not want to mm. have a heart attack. It's also a motivator hey. to want to go enjoy this time and not be right. winded the whole time I'm with my kid. That to me is kind of what this gets into is, uh -huh. is the joy of pursuit mm of something rather than the mm, yeah. constantly looking that's over right. your shoulder going, I got to avoid that. I got to yeah. avoid that. That's, no, right. that's good. That's good. I think it gets into the, the desire question and, and I'm sure we'll come back to this maybe, or we can hit it now. We can, like you said, pull away from things or try to avoid things, or we can turn our pursuit towards something that we want and desire. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's not always feelings, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's there's there is a legitimacy to the fact that we are humans, sure, and that we do desire. And when we mm -hmm. can align our desires with the things of Christ of the kingdom, that's when we're living in fulfillment and freedom and joy. Mm -hmm. And I think when you probably when you pursued that, there was freedom and joy yeah. in the choices that you made because you desired those things. Mm -hmm. And and how we parse that out between feelings and desire, I know is 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 semantics in some ways, but I don't know that I want to just completely deny the human nature. That sounds sinful, but the human side of us that that wants to desire mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. um, and and as I put my focus on God and who He is and the fulfillment that He brings, the hope is that that will change over my life. That I desire that more and more. And the sin less and less. Well, we don't get there by focusing on the sin. Focusing on the sin and saying, I need to desire that less. I need to desire that less. That's never going to yield a desire for right. God. That's right. Mm. But focusing on him, feasting on what he provides in fulfillment and joy will lead to a less desire for sin. Mm. I feel like you just sold fourteen John Piper books. Mm. Hey, that is a uh, little John Piper. That was that was a, that was desiring God, Christian hedonist, yes. all rolled into yes. one. But it's absolutely true. Right. Yeah. That our goal is to be Christian hedonist. Like like right. there there is a day that we long for, and I believe it is going to be our eternity, where we are free to be driven by our desire because our only desire will be Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. 
that's not where we live today. Right. Um, and so we, we have to be careful between, I would say, in the, the right now and the not yet, to your mm-hmm. point, the desire that we feel and the desire that we want may not be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think it's important for us to always be reminded we shouldn't be on this side of eternity. Our, our emotion, our, our, mm-hmm. our core, what we want to taste, feel, think, see, all of those, those, those existential things, mm-hmm. that can't be our first driver. Right, because for me, I won't use this globally, but but for me, those are hardly ever holy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it, it, I have a holy drive. Like mm-hmm. like I want to honor him, I want to love him, I want to desire what he he tells me to desire and what he desires. But then there's still this world that that I'm hung up in yeah. and I like, and so there, there's a tension for yeah, me. Yeah, there is a tension, and 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 I resolve some of that personally in what I believe. So. If I believe, and, and some of belief is a, a, a choice or a faith. So if I believe that what God provides is more fulfilling and more satisfying, mm-hmm. that is a conviction and a faith and a belief that leads me to not a feely desire, but a, a faith-based desire that says, I'm going to pursue that rather than the selfish desire, mm-hmm. which is a desire, but different than... Um, the emotions and the feeliness that says, I really got to have that king cake. Mm. Love that king cake. Yes. But the desire is, I trust him and I know him and I believe him and I know that he put me together in such a way that feasting on king cake is not best for me. Right. So because I trust and believe him, I change my desire to pursue the things that are healthier. Yeah. I like that. So, well, and I think he, he, can give us a desire, right? I think there are some things that are, they're not natural to us and that we wouldn't desire them on our own, but but they we find ourselves desiring something that is of his kingdom mm-hmm. because he has he's placed it there, right? right? And so I think we In have fact, to that's probably go back. the only reason we would. It, it is, <laughs> right. I'm yeah. sure. But I think it also, you know, it gives us a chance to go back to his word and take that desire and take his word and see do these things line up and if they don't then that's a pretty good guarantee that he did not place that desire there and i and i think that's a good point to move toward uh because you know so the the very last verse of this passage and is uh you know we're getting down the last few minutes here so uh but verse six says uh, but now we are released from the law having died to that which held us captive so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code and um, you know, I, I think it's important to for us to to talk about the fact that like like the way the spirit leads in living by the spirit is always gonna be consistent with the law. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so so those who would say, Oh, I'm freed from the law, so now I can I can live by the spirit and do whatever I want, mm-hmm. like, you know, well, living by the spirit is not gonna lead you to things that are right. inconsistent with with mm-hmm. God's law, right, right. and so um, we can misinterpret mm-hmm. based yeah. on our own sinfulness and our selfishness. Right. Mm-hmm. So these things work in tandem. Yeah, like they're, right. you know, they're yeah. not the opposed spirit, to one another. Yeah, seems to lead me to eat a lot of king cake. I'm not sure because <laughs> he wants me to be happy, uh, well, and that uh, makes me happy. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I, so Galatians. So Paul's going to write again about this in a very succinct way. Mm-hmm. Um. And he says in, in 516, but I say walk by the spirit mm-hmm. and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh mm-hmm. for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh mm-hmm. for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. 
But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Um, I, I, th- I think, like, as I heard you talking, I heard us before podcast, like, searching for the Word, too, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's almost rooted in the self-control, mm-hmm. right? Not in the, I got to do this, <laughs> but in the end where Paul says, so let us keep in step. Like he says, walk in the spirit, but at the end he says, let us keep in step with the mm-hmm. spirit. And those are those are kind of two different things. To keep in step means I've got to keep my eyes on him. Yep. Step when he steps. Step Just, when he stops. That's right. Where he goes. That's yeah. right. So my focus is on him, not on the keeping of the law. That's right. 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 Now, yeah. now, yep. now, granted, I, you know, he's going to give me the law, and he's going to give me these things that I need to do and walk in, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so as I do those things, as I follow him then there's this joy mm-hmm. in doing the things that he's actually called me to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm, I'm, I, I got to no, I'm, I just, I just want to follow him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, j- I just want to watch him. I just want to see him. And I want to, I want to mimic that. Mm-hmm. And, That's great, Sean. Thank you for, for sharing that. that. That gives me a great mental picture, even the, the keeping in step with the spirit, because mm-hmm. I think it's, it's natural for us to find some joy in hearing you're free from the law. Mm-hmm. Go do what you want to do. Run far and fast mm-hmm. and glorify God. And we can use all these religious terms, but this idea of, of keeping in step with the spirit is we do what he does. Like, mm-hmm. like the goal of our freedom ultimately mm-hmm. right. is not what we want to do. The yeah. goal of our freedom is God's glory. How do That's we glorify right. God? As we live according to his will and his word mm-hmm. and keep in step with the with spirit. spirit. And mm-hmm. I think the moment that we outrun that or stay mm-hmm. behind that or go to the left or right of that, then we get in a really bad place. So mm-hmm. I think a way for me, even as I've, I've thought through this for years, but even you saying that has brought clarity to my mind and how I live. If I'm living my life in a way that my freedom in Christ is never at odds with the desires of my heart, then I'm probably in a really bad spot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that if if I am never convicted mm-hmm. about how I'm living, the decisions I'm mm-hmm. making, the things that I'm loving, the things that I'm watching, listening to, mm-hmm. and even desiring, like if, if right. all of it is just yes, it's it's all, I'm, I might not be as healthy as I think That's that right. I should be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that it is, and so again, conviction going all the way back to to much uh, earlier podcast. Conviction is not a bad thing. Right. It's the it should be I think the mark of the believer mm-hmm. because while we live on this side of eternity. Our lives are going to be marked by it because the Lord is good and he loves right. us and he holds us and guides us. And conviction is what draws us closer to him right. uh, every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's think, good. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the conviction part is, is – it's a part of the daily rhythm. But the hope is transformation is not just transformation of our actions. Mm-hmm. Transformation, the heart, transformation yeah. of the heart, mm-hmm. so that our heart does desire the things yes, of Him. Right. Right. And so, when I look five years ago, I hope today not just that I behaved better today than mm-hmm. I did five years ago. Mm-hmm. I hope the desires of my heart mm-hmm. yeah, are change. different yeah. five years yeah, today. You than can keep sin years. dormant, like you, you can you mm-hmm. can beat your body and right. say, "Man, I'm not going to do that thing." 
but you still want to do that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's where the sin is. That's, right. gotta, that's good work. Yeah. Mm. Good. Great discussion, guys. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It See, all worked out. You're hey. not even in your seat. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm just going to propose maybe you do better over there, Mike. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be sure. a no hard for me, so. dog. That's <laughs> a hard no. Yeah. Preston, um, Preston, it's your turn. Uh, Sometime right. in the next couple of months, you got to steal I mean, all seat. I got to do is be here on time because it's... Oh, oh boy. That was a shot. Oh, oh, shot oh, fire. You know what? How, oh, how many weeks have I been sitting in here by myself <laughs> waiting on you guys to show Not up? today. <laughs> all I need uh, is one week. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say this reluctantly, but uh, love you guys. Love yeah. you guys. <laughs> yes. Great day. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Broadmoor, please visit our website at broadmoor.org or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at my Broadmoor. Thanks for listening.